Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. It's Friday. It's four o'clock, and we're not talking about anything relevant. James Cooper's joined us, which I am delighted about. Lovely to see you. It's the kind of battle of the beards without the beard in the middle. I isn't know. It? I had a lockdown beard, but I got rid of it when lockdown. Why did you, Why did you have a beard? I know why you had a beard. Go on. You had a fat face, didn't you, for a bit? Yeah, he's right. I did. <laughs> that wasn't why I had a beard. Though. I just something to do in lockdown. I was that, that's how bored you was. Yeah, so you honestly, like, I, I was that bored. I was like, I'm going to change my face and put a girl beard. But, but then once. you get into that whole thing, kind of racing each side, working out. What's get it, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, all this sort of thing. Get a bit about a fist away from. Yeah, you. I don't know how this works. Of course, never done it before. This is a Sorry about that. Yeah, you. But you I look about twenty years younger than that picture, by the way. That's the main thing. Yeah, you normally hold yours down here, don't you? Absolutely right down there, and and look glum more like that. Talking re into it, just right into the rays like that. What have you been up to? I've not seen you for ages. Still fuming about Wednesday. <laughs> he's got. You might not know this, James. He's got. He's, he's got a team. That he no, I know. I know all about the team. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, co-owns now because it's a. Yeah, we've got over a thousand um, fan owners. It's fucking brilliant. Flying. Um, we've got an app, a ball air away from being launched, which is going to enable fans to to vote on all of the topics um, in the club from. Sponsorship ethics. You know, we, we 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 didn't end up going with it, but you know, snus. A lot of the players are into snus, aren't a lot of because there's a nicotine thing in there, yep. but it's yeah. not smoking. So because I set this out very early on, I was I'm, I'm against for the team. I'll take it for myself because I'm 38 and I'm I, I like these things. But so I've said alcohol and gambling sponsorships for the team. I won't accept because I want to be an academy. And if we're going to have you know, an academy, we will have more youngsters than we will have adults. And therefore, I don't think like even the first team should be advertising uh, or sponsored by gambling and... No, um, I think you're absolutely right. And yeah. gambling alcohol companies. I'll tell all of them myself, that's fine. That's, I'm me. I'm a 38-year-old guy and the team should exist in something else. So we got offered the chance for the, um, a snus company. And I was like, shit, that's a weird grey area because it's actually marketed as a health product... And to stop smoking. So what have you said? Have you said yes to it? I've or said no, no in the end. I've said no. Just because it's the wrong side of the line, perhaps. I, well, I haven't got the, the ability to ask all the owners just yet to vote on it. So I've just made the decision of 
I think I'll probably leave it. But you look like a person that off the pitch, everything's going well, but on the pitch on Wednesday night, perhaps it didn't go well. Team part the bus against us in the league second game of the season <laughs> and then celebrated it afterwards. Well, drew. Listen, it happens. You're a it? scout now. Told you this. You've got to take it, haven't you? Do you know what I mean? You can't be going, oh, it's, you know, acting like Klopp. Holy oh, We came to play football and they just parked the bus. That's exactly uh, what happened, Jay. Yeah, Bastards. Well, your job to. Get over that bus. He's right, though. It's, it's, it's an inverse compliment there. Someone, someone it's says frustrating. Yeah. We have 30 shots. 30 sh we had 65 shots in two games. Won 7 0 at weekend, drew two all it. <laughs> You've got your conversion's not great, then. No. Is it, is it Joa? <laughs> uh, loads of people in the comments, just great to see you. James, James, James Cooper, James Cooper, how have you been? All right. I, th I think, you know. Um, the elephant in the room is clearly I'm not working at Sky anymore, which is sad and all those sort of things. And it's been a kind of difficult, challenging, interesting year. I think you found out the kind of people you can trust. And that perhaps that's why I'm sat here now with you guys and some of the, the people that. that you can't, the people yeah. who kind of let you down. You Fucking know, so. snakes. Yeah, um, you lot. But I've we got know to say, who you are. United fans have just been just been brilliant. And that's have you noticed the, re the response you've had and the people that have posted about you? Yeah, Someone about said something on tour that was really, really nice, and yeah. I haven't seen it, but it, um, it, was, it was nice to be told that people are being nice. Yeah, well, yeah. I, you know, loads of United fans sort of, it's more or less hashtag, <laughs> hashtag bring back James Cooper. Yeah, I'm not sure it's got to that <laughs> well, <laughs> that level as yet, yeah. but, but, you know, it's, 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 it's nice to be talking United again. Not going to address fans. who's replaced, no. Fucking scandalous. Um, <laughs> you're very kind. Yeah. <laughs> You're very, very fucking kind ridiculous. indeed. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Stop sitting on that Despite fence. Despite that person's little PR campaign. Yeah. Uh, I'll say no more. You've got a very special club, which I was very <laughs> privileged to be part of and, and report on. You know, it's not my club, but blimey, you know, it's, it's from crisis to triumph to triumph to crisis. That there's no club like it in the world. I think you covered it really well, James, and that was always that was what always came across. Well, I hopefully you did it fairly. Yeah, I you know, that. because there's a love for this place. I'm not from Manchester. We just bored you all silly talking about Suffolk and yeah, Ipswich. This office but, studios turned into Ipswich Town FC. Uh, but this is right. home, though. This is home. This is where my sons were raised. They were born in Withenshaw. Oh, did he walk around you know, with so. a fucking? Hey, I, I, I've kind of trained. I've kind of trained that out of them. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they, 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 love a, they do love a bucket yeah. hat. <laughs> fucking not bad. My kids are the same. <laughs> my kids are all born in Withenshaw. You know, <laughs> but you are yeah. part of something that's amazing. You know, it, you know, it doesn't matter what happens at any club around the world. The world's not talking about it. What happens at Manchester United? The world is talking about it. And I think that, one I thing mean, I've kind of missed is having that that part within it. I think we feel like that's the case. But we're very, we, we've got our noses pressed up against the glass. We can't see the bigger picture where we are and, and with what we do. We're literally the entire day is talking about Manchester United. So that, that wouldn't change if no one else was. No, but, but, but in most cities and towns, part of the town will be doing that like you are. But it's not. It's millions of people talking about this football club and whether it's going in the right direction, the wrong direction. Bearing in mind, we're talking about a club that's not won a title since 2013. Easy, easy, easy. easy. No, but, I, you know, but... <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a privilege being part of a, a, an incredible transformation, you know, starting with, with Sir Alex going all the way through, and, the, and then you know, no one would have believed quite what the last nine years have been about. Fucking hell no. <laughs> How difficult was that, James? Like you said, I used to see you at the press conferences and always at the front, always getting that first, the initial questions in. It's never uh, easy, especially with people like Fergie. How difficult was that at times with Fergie? Did you have a good relationship with him? I, I mean, touch wood, I, I hope he'd say, yeah, it was a fair relationship. I, I, you know, I think, yeah, is it resin? <laughs> touch <laughs> resin. Might want to touch that you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but Mancunian wood. Has there been a better manager? Well, you know, City fans might say Pep is something else and, and, and Liverpool fans might say Jurgen Klopp. But I think, you know, in terms of kind of breaking the mould 
uh, and where Sir Alex was from, bearing in mind, you know, we're talking about the pedigree that Pep had as a player going through Barcelona and all the things there. You know, Sir Alex came from a shipyard in, in Glasgow and transformed two teams. Um, and, and there was nothing quite like him. And I mean, you spent time with the journalists in Australia and, and various places this yeah, summer. that was an eye-opener. And it was, and I, and I warned you it would be an eye-opener. <laughs> you did warn me, um, James. You sent me, me and you were messaging and you went, you'll get your eyes open when you go on so with lot. Uh, but, you know, clearly you what goes wrong. on tour stays on yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, it does. But, but Strikes <laughs> would walk into a room. You get antibiotic now. Yeah. Apparently, yeah, 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 and, 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 and it does dry up really quickly. <laughs> um, but Sir Alex would walk into a room and all those egos that you were kind of messing around with and knocking around with, silent like that. Yeah. And there's very few managers in the world that had that kind of effect because people respected him. Whether they liked him or didn't like him, they respected him. And, and you know, Manchester United, as you well know, stating the obvious, was a different animal with him there. You know, and that's what everyone's yearning for. And is, yet, it, is it true that... So I used to have a, a mini press conference before the press conference started where he'd sort of be a bit off the record with everyone and that's where he might give you the little bollockings. And I, I, think, I think back in the day when he was at the cliff, you know, uh, there was a little bit more of that because you'd kind of sit in the room underneath his office right. and, there, and there was more of a chat dialogue. I, I think once, you know, cameras were introduced, things changed very, very quickly, you know, and then it was what you see is what you get. That didn't mean there weren't kind of private meetings where he, he took someone to task. I mean, it happened to me two or three times. And, you know, when you had the hairdryer, Go on, we're going to have to hear about him. Yeah, it's come not on, James. Great. Come on. I want to know yeah. how you get summoned and one, how many times you have to change your underpants and two... I'll, I'll tell you the last time. I, I won't tell you the circumstance. I asked, I asked him a question about um, Gary Neville when he gave the flick the Vs to City at, at the Etihad. I think by then it was still the Commonwealth Stadium or whatever they yeah, call it, City yeah. of Manchester Stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> City, City uh, Manchester and he Stadium. thought I was Council asking Wells. a question about, about Gary Cook. And so got annoyed in the press conference and, and made me look stupid. And you don't really get a right of reply in those situations. And I thought, so even though he's got it wrong, you can't say no, no. That's I never not said he got it wrong either. <laughs> I'm not putting myself in that territory. But there was a, there was a misunderstanding. Um, so I thought <laughs> on both sides. It was on both sides. Yeah, we both <laughs> part of this misunderstanding. It's not just you, Sir Alex. I thought being brave, well. being brave, I'd go and try and sort of set the record straight and just apologise and say, look, you know, I didn't ask you this. I was asking you this, and I certainly wasn't putting you in a position that would embarrass you. You know, so off I went to the front of Carrington, it was towards the end of a season, uh, and there were lots of people there in, in reception waiting to watch training, so VIPs and things like that. So there's Sir Alex, and uh, I started to explain myself, and by that stage, he was already effing and jeffing at me. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this is not going at, at all well. It's going better than my head. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then I thought, and I've told this story a number of times to other people, so I hope he doesn't, isn't watching and doesn't hate it, but it, well, you know, it's, it's the truth, so I'm, I'll stand by the truth like yeah. I do as a reporter. Um, I bravely said to him, I've got, I've got to get out of this situation. I've got to find something to say. And I said, um, do you know, I've never treated you with anything but the most respect. And as the words came out, it's like, you know, the Simpsons, you sort of saw them come out and thought, wow, how have you, how have you <laughs> said that? said that? It's brilliant. <laughs> it's fantastic. And all those sort of things, 10 times worse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, not just the effing and jeffing. I've got it spit down my face and all things like that. And it was just one of those situations whereby... You just have to kind of take it and take you it and take it. You've got an audience for this as well this time. Isn't it? The, the, the people are in the, in the front of Carrington watching me getting absolutely <laughs> teared. Popcorn. A new one. And I just, he went, stormed off in his car, and um, I just texted my wife saying, I, I've had the hairdryer again. Give, give, me, <laughs> give, me, give me 10 minutes. Because, you know, we can all try and be bravado and try and say we're big men and all those things. I, I was cut to ribbons. Yeah. No, I don't envy you. And, and, and you can't go back and say it's not fair, it's bullying and all those sort of yeah. things. You just have to take it. And well, so, and you won't do it again, nice will you? Well, yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's it's last nice time you asked him a question about Gally Neville. But, <laughs> but, 
the, you know, the, probably the greatest manager ever, and you know, lucky to spend any sort of time with him and, and certainly ask those questions. I'd be know. shouting up. No, <laughs> but, I, but I mean, it was just I that thought, moment I of thinking, the, the arrogance of thinking you've got it right, and you maybe calmed him down, and, and no, different animal. Oh, what a great line! Yeah, that'll calm him down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't try that again. Yeah. Uh, Ollie Aston has been a member of the first team four months. Says, thank you for everything you do, lads. Up the paddock. Come on, United. Uh, loads of people commenting, just saying, great to see you, James. Um, good to see James back. Good to see James here. Um, yeah. Obviously, you've seen post Fergie as well. What have you made of that? It just seems um, from one mess to another. You know, yeah. I, I guess that's probably summing it up very nicely. But, no, you know, nine years of just loads of wrong decisions you know you sort of start here and you want to go over there but you make one bad decision and you keep making a bad decision you get over here when you're trying to go over there and you know there are so many i think similarities between when ollie took over and what went now you know they come back from perth they were in perth then they look fit they look ready to go there's more energy about the football team and yet we're still in the same sort of mess <laughs> we're told all the values had changed again that people were wearing shirts and ties and blazers and uh, and, and and that the dressing room is more together than ever and yet you've got players leaving at half time. You know, nothing seems to change. It just more and more money gets spent and, and, and the mess seems to get worse. And I'm not a United fan, so it's not gonna kill me, but it does kill me because, you know, you have a great football club and I don't like other people laughing at it. No, and it is, you know, comical at times, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not laughing though. I'm no, sure no, it's no, not from our no, point no, no, of view. But, but, but you know, the, the, the fact of the matter <clears> is that down the road, you know, over there, the blue side of Manchester and, and the red side, side of Liverpool, corners um they're, they're, they're pulling away even more rapidly and you're just getting further and further behind you know and it's just you know it's the curse of spending money Pe people talk about the glazers and you know i, I don't want to get into the kind of ownership model but they they've they have provided a lot of money maybe not enough perhaps there's an argument there but the money's been spent so badly i think that's the problem is Money has been spent. I won't say they've spent money. No, it's not their spent. money. No, no, no. I know I, I, you're not yeah, saying yeah, that. Yeah, I know you're money, not saying that. No, money just, has you know, been spent. Yeah. And, and I'll, I'll throw an asterisk on that. Not quite as much as we spent on debt. But they have no, spent... No, you're absolutely right on that. They have spent money. Um, oh, sorry. They have they've allowed... our money. They have allowed money to be spent. Mm -hmm. um, undeniably so. Almost a billion on players that don't play for us, for the most part. I mean, what's like, a handful of them with those billion pound players are actually at the football club putting a shift in that's the the when you look at you know the money Klopp has spent it's right there in the 11 when you look at the money Pep spent it's a lot of it's there yeah he's replaced a few of the bad signings he's made but he's been allowed to but, they, but they, the those coaches you know without singing their praises too much because it's not what you're about and this is a channel's about they, they make players better how many players have come to Old Trafford in, in recent years, that have got better. I mean, youngsters apart. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about tried and tested. Not, not, not many. many, if any. You know. No, I think you're right, and I think even with our youngsters, I think there's an issue about how well we look after them and nurture them. The ones that have come through, I don't think they've been coached very well. I don't think they've been looked after. I think they've been thrown in. Some of them, when they've been injured, played out of position, hammered, when they've not performed at the levels that you'd expect. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Put, uh, you know, had too much pressure put on him. And then, you know, we, we're in the situation we are now, plus the signings, you're right. I think 
you could argue maybe Bruno. Maybe. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, that, that maybe. Part, I think, but I think, I'm, 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 I'm reaching, you know. Yeah, well, the, the, the first six months he had, he's never replicated correct. that. Correct. Yeah. Like, like, you're right. There's, you know. you know, you look at, and I take no pleasure in this because I hate both these clubs, but you look at, you're right, you know, players do go to City and do seem to go up again. Even at Liverpool, you know, they've had players there, haven't they? I mean, the fact that they all get asthma aside, yeah. Yeah, that's a different story, but that's just... So much look at that. I mean, you know, I, I, they, I, they deserve yeah. praising for battling through the asthmaticness that they've got. But but and those then, clubs have a plan, and we're, you know, we're sort of told that, that Manchester United have got a plan, and the plan seems to be the same as it has been for the last nine years, which is going to make these errors, make these mistakes. And what I really hate... I put a lot on Woodward for, it, for, for all of that. I think we chased commercialism over football first in a massive, massive way when when you look at what Barcelona have managed to generate in terms of revenue, we were right there with them. Um, yeah, yeah, ahead of right them at one stage. Yeah, yeah, right there with them. So don't tell me that they're successful businessmen because I'm not buying it because I think there's so much that they've left on the table that they could have monetized and, and done better from a commercial point of view. But do you know what the most impactful thing is in commercial? Success. So if you was a, you was a successful football club, and the worrying thing for me about what's going on with Newcastle at the moment is they're not really splashing their money on signings; they're splashing their money into infrastructure. Correct, absolutely, yeah. And that, a, pro a proper sporting yeah, director. Yeah, that terrifies me because we might start to see the beginnings of that at United now, arguably a decade or more too late. But when you see someone with the sort of backing that Newcastle have got, immediately strengthen the foundation you know the fruits of that in four, five, six, seven, eight years' time are going to be very difficult to compete with. But I think the other yeah. thing is you've got to ask yourself why the, why the best people for the jobs haven't got the jobs at Manchester United. And you've got to ask the question, about what was it about that that stopped perhaps Edwin van der Sar coming and, and being a proper director of football mm. and, and making the changes that he has at other football clubs? And you've got to say, well, it's because he wouldn't be allowed the power, wouldn't be allowed the influence, and wouldn't be allowed to make the change. What, what I hate this summer is that you've got key players leaving, and whether you like them or not, they were desperate to get out of Manchester United. That should never be the case. Mm. It should be over my dead body you get out because this is the greatest club in the world and you've got Pogba and you've got Lingard and you've got uh, Matter and you've got Matic. They're glad to be out of it and that can never be the case. That's what hurts and that would hurt me as a United fan if I was a United fan. You know? I think a lot of United fans aren't asked with the, uh, the performance that we saw from a lot of those players towards the back end. Not universally, but I think, you know, and there's still more that we would like to see moved on. And I think the club needs to get ruthless, the likes of Eric Bailly. I think, you know, a wonderful character. When he plays, invariably a good player, doesn't play enough. And we've, we've allowed that to exist within the club for far too long. And Phil Jones is a, you know, an extrapolation of that to another level. The fact that we could potentially be starting the season on Sunday and he's still listed as a squad player is mental. Like, he needs to be going ringing League Two clubs up, asking if there's any trials going on, in my opinion. He needs to rebuild his career from... I mean, you might be laughing, but seriously, who's the Premier League team taking him? <laughs> He's got a DC United one, eh? What level's that? I know, I don't know, but that's... Apparently, he doesn't he want, want to go there, so... He's worried about the language, I think. Yeah, he's, yeah exactly, that's... <laughs> The other day. Um, before we get into all that, get involved in the chat and the comments, but before we get into that, we've got a quick video to show you. Now more than ever, our internet reliance is rapidly increasing. We stream our favourite shows, keep in touch with loved ones, and watch podcasts like The Brew, all on the internet. And we like to think that our information is safe, but as our online footprint increases, our information needs to be properly secure, Jay. We need it. We need that proper, proper security. security. Yes. 
Surfshark is a VPN service that protects your information by encrypting all the data that you send out through the internet. Another great reason to use VPN is because it can enable you to use services that are sometimes restricted in other countries. So things like Netflix, Amazon Prime, all that sort of stuff. When using a VPN, that lets you access mm. other channels that you might not be able to access from the country that you're in. And with Surfshark, you can solve that problem by simply changing your location. So you can be on the beach on holiday and set it back to the UK and watch the Premier League games with your normal streaming services. Currently, Surfshark has an amazing deal. Mm. By using the code PADDOCK, you can get 81% off. That's 81%, which just sounds too good to be Ridiculous. true. And you also get three months free. And with Surfshark, you also get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So use the link in the description and the code paddock for 81% off, three months free, and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Use Surfshark. You can't get better than that, Jay. Couple of quid a month, you're laughing. Ludicrous. So big thanks to Surfshark. There's a link in the description. Go and check them out. We've got loads of questions coming in um, in the chat and in the comments and the super chats. Uh, I am Kang says, have you seen the audio of Harry Redknapp saying he knows for a fact? Seen the audio? Seen, just, I'm just <laughs> reading it, you know, I'm like Ron Burgundy. Have you heard the audio, he should say, no. uh, of Harry Redknapp saying he knows for a fact that De Jong is in love with Chelsea and London. What's all your views on this? Have you heard that audio? Have you I, seen I it? I've heard the audio and I've, and I've seen people talking about it. Um, facts are an interesting word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I know for a fact, from my extensive knowledge of Frankie De Jong. Did he, he, me, did he say he was a terrific player? Because <laughs> if he didn't say that, that's deep fake and it's not how he read that. <laughs> I used to love how he read that. The fact that he would always pull up in his car and chat to you, like, chat to the sky and that. I just didn't care today. just... And he'd stay there. He seemed to stay there for ages. No, but that, the, the excitement <laughs> that he got, do? though, the excitement that he got. Can all race it yet? You know, but. <laughs> I tell you what, the most frustrating thing about my job as was is the number of people in their cars who don't do that, who right. just go straight past you yeah. and then don't, don't put their window That's down. That's a gift, so isn't it? Like, yeah, correct. Someone wants to talk. It's yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah, definitely. Did Rather you... than coming down Carrington Lane and absolutely Pied. You know, going at 60 miles an hour and, <laughs> and, and covering you in mud. What was it like for you on, uh, on deadline day, James? Because I never used to envy you on there when you stood, stood there for hours. and it's Nothing's there. happening. Yeah, Nothing. I know there's days when something does happen, but it'll be like, there's days where deadline, deadline days where literally nothing has happened. And that, that was the worst, the absolute worst. And you invest in a camper van. I, I think if you look back at all the stuff, yeah, um, I never told any lies. No, that's I'm, it. I'm never going to tell people something's happening when it's not happening, but then you yeah. kind of tread that line. If you say nothing's happening, people just switch off. So, you, yeah. you, you know, you, ha you have to kind of go around the houses a little bit and try and, and try and make it interesting because, blimey, sometimes you just felt so cold, especially in January. Yeah. I remember getting really, really annoyed with, um, with Jim White because I think it was a, they had pizzas and you could, uh, he was in a short sleeve shirt in, in the studio. And I put every single garment I had on, I think outside Old Trafford, a hat and a gillet and a <laughs> coat. And I just got annoyed. I, I, by that stage, I couldn't think straight anyway because there's nothing going on. I'm freezing. You're laughing and pretending you know everything in the studio. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And, and, and so it was just, so some days it was pitiful, but, but other days, you know, Berbatov signing. That was the, when that, that was happened. The I mean, that, that was the iconic one. You know, that was that a brilliant... That Falco one was a bit mad as well. Yeah, with, with that kind of corsage coming down um, Carrington Lane, you know, looking like something out of The Godfather or something like that. And then, and then the guy... I'm so it. excited. Uh, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy had Lego go for knees. And yeah, he was playing the other week. Yeah. <laughs> that was crazy, that, wasn't it? So many people turned off his testimonial. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ash K says, uh, question to James, how would Sir Alex Ferguson have dealt with... Uh, 
Cristiano Ronaldo in the current situation. What do you think, James? When, when you talk about a current situation, do you mean that the, the half-time thing when, of course, other yeah. players left? Yes. I, I, I would like to think... Who else left apart from the ones that were sitting in the stand? I, I, that I'm not sure. I um, think it was... was it? I think Delo was pictured with him. So, uh, you know... Um, you've got to treat people differently, though, when they're, they're watching the game versus playing the game. I don't think you can treat... Uh, but, 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 but I think when you've same. got someone who's, who, who's not been in training and not done the pre-season... You know, we're being told it's togetherness. That, you know, Steve McLaren, I think, said this is a great dressing room. Well, clearly someone's not telling... Oh, he's talking about the neons and the thingy. Yeah, oh, the, it looks pretty nice. It's and great everything, <laughs> the carpet they've had put in. Great it's place lovely. to dance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, but clearly it's not. And, uh, and I think Sir Alex would, would have torn him off a strip. I think, you know, uh, the difficult thing is Cristiano Ronaldo's an icon now. You know, he did treat star players differently, though. Yeah, he did. Um, but, but he also, he also, you know, he also threw... Roy Keane out of the football club, pretty much. That's true. You know, and th- yeah. at that stage, there wasn't a, 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 big, a bigger Do you think Ronaldo's at that Roy Keane 2004-2005 stage where he's not quite as effective? I don't know. I, I think the problem that you have going into this season is that without him, you're missing 24 goals, which you, you, you can't get anywhere else. So this, this you, you'd almost say that perhaps he, he's more influ- influential than, than Roy Keane was back then. Um, I'd like to think that Sir Alex would have said this isn't good enough. Um, and, and, and I think hopefully the reality would be that Ten Hag... You know, tore an absolute strip off him privately, but made it a kind of wider issue publicly. That's what I think would happen, because I, I get the impression that Cristiano Ronaldo is in a situation where not many people can either afford or, or, or want to have him on their books. So he's got to make the best fist of this. I think that's the reason he's going to be here by the end of the month. I think he's probably not going to go, and I don't think it's through choice. I think he's, and I think he might have even started that PR game last weekend with the presser making things up. Well. Sometimes yes, but like the the amount of noise coming out of it, and the fact that we hear you're being offered to everyone, including Napoli, like there's probably some elements of truth to the things that are coming out. Yeah, he could have he could have shot that down. Yeah, now you've got to make the situation work because if you're going to be playing football for Manchester United this season, you don't want to be in a situation where the guys that turned up. I mean, you know, I, I went to see I think half a dozen games last season, and what really did my head in is it, it became a pantomime with most of the people at Old Trafford waiting for him to score a goal so they could do the CU <laughs> celebration. I mean, what's that about? Yeah, Jay, what was that all about? Listen, uh, it's just my way of expressing myself <laughs> in the in the stands. But, but, you know, that, that, that's what people way. were turning up, yeah. hoping to do. Yeah. You know, rather than watching Manchester United. And I think he's probably got to make a something of a U-turn mm. uh, and pretend that all is happy. And it'll be really interesting to see how that plays out between just now a, and the end of the month. Just I thought Tenag had a huge decision to make this weekend, and Tony Marshall's hamstrings made it for him. I think. Uh, yeah, I agree with you there because Tony Marshall's had a decent preseason, hasn't he? Yeah, and I think it'd have been a. Right. I think Ronaldo's ego would not have allowed him to be happy sitting on the bench and not say anything. And I don't think Tony Marshall would have deserved being dropped. So I think we'd have found out a hell of a lot about Ten Hag and the power Ten Hag has. Are you assuming then that Ronaldo starts? Or, or do you think he might play Rashford down the middle? Because I, I think it's still an interesting situation. I think working with Rashford off the left, I think he's going to continue with that because I don't think Marcus has necessarily got a skill set to feature down the centre. I think the other option is Alanga, and I'm, I think Alanga's limited. I think you're looking around going, who do I play up front? And you have the most goal-scoringest player in the world ever standing there, flexing his quads. I think it makes it for you. He's, yes, he's not at a full preseason, but is he ever out of shape? No, no, he's not. But I, but I think it really is intriguing. I, I, I don't think he's probably decided quite yet what's going to happen. I think they'll probably have a training session tomorrow. And, and he'll probably tell them all the team tomorrow morning. I think it'd be really interesting what, what kind of leaks out between 
that training session and then kick off on, on Sunday afternoon. But, but I don't think it's done and dusted. And I think also the back four is going to be really interesting too. Yeah, my take on that is I think I'm expecting, I'm expecting Maguire. And I think, do you, do you hear what Tan Hag said about the booing of Maguire? And he said, well, if he plays well, he won't get booed. I thought it was a really interesting take on, on that, which is like perform or take a fucking seat almost. But, but I thought it was a strange thing as also to say, because it kind of admits that Maybe when he watched, he hasn't been up to up to scratch. That's a really, really or interesting thing to say when you extrapolate it further and and say maybe Ten Hag was booing him watching him on telly. Yeah, that's a good point. Did anyone we, chat that? Uh, can anyone confirm or deny that? <laughs> maybe he was like, yeah. Some Ten of Hag us, refuses <laughs> to deny that he booed Maguire. Some of us booed him for a reason. I mean, some of them booed him for a reason. Uh, yeah, bang out of order. But so I think I, I, think right. it, I think I think he's there. He's the captain of your football club. He, he, start, starts. he starts the first game yeah, of the season. I, I think he starts, but I don't think that he necessarily makes it to Christmas with that. Um, designation. I think Martinez starts alongside him despite yeah, no preseason. He looked fantastic. And I think if Varane can get and stay fit, it's Varane and Martinez. I think that as well. I think if Rafael Varane's fit and it's a big if, then he starts. But I, I, do. I, just I don't think that's the problem. I don't you, see you can't a, get 30 or 40 no. games out. Was it 20 odd games last season? Was it? It was literally 50. And then what do, you do, what do you do with the two fullbacks? For me, I think Malassia starts. Yeah. I do. I, I I would be surprised if he doesn't. Yeah. I yeah. I think people go. Oh, he's only you know he's coming here to back up Luke Shaw. He's played well in pre-season. The manager obviously wanted him. Yeah. And I think Shaw had a terrible season. And what, what last do you, season. And what do you do at right back? I think Delo's made Delo's, it. Delo's yeah. Right he's, right. he's played every game and in pre-season. Yeah, I think Delo's made it. Is um, the interesting thing is Trossard and Lamptey, uh, especially if they double up on um, on Malassia and Rashford doesn't cover him. I've sort of mentioned that. He runs like Evra. He, the way he runs, especially the way he plays in between the two boxes, he's got, his body shape it reminds me of Evra, the sort of way he carries himself. I hope he doesn't have the same debut as Evra. No because one can, no one can have a debut. Luckily, it's on, ho it's on home ground, remember? Trossard and Lamptey could do that. 45 minutes, any That's player Brighton's has ever had. So I think if Malassia comes through this against Trossard and probably Lamptey doubling up on him, because... And Marcus, unless Tenag's got a grip of him, hasn't been tracking back effectively last last season at least. I think he could be in for a tough game. So if he comes through that strong, can be effective in possession and defensively solid, I think we've got a, a player on our hands. But are you worried about Brighton? I, I can't stand starting a season thinking that Manchester United no, are worried about Brighton at home. I think it just shows you how good a job they're doing. Because on paper... I mean, Welbeck aside, because obviously he's world-class and we know that, don't we, Jay? You've so, got to be worried about any team with Danny Welbeck in. That's <laughs> all I'm going to say, Jay. Obviously, he's the top three strikers <laughs> in the history of football. I saw some poll the other day that said Thierry Henry is the best striker in the Premier League he's ever seen. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's Almost Welbeck. like Danny Welbeck didn't exist. Exactly. Right? <laughs> Did you know Danny Welbeck scored six England goals with six shots, by the way? There you go. You tell me another player that's done that. Tell me. Tell, you tell me. me one. James, no, I'm, I'm, tell I'm, me I'm now. Who ever has done that? Tell me that's another right. Englishman who scored, about Brighton who scored against Real Madrid <laughs> in the Bernabeu. In the knockout stages, led the line as a teenager. Hey, there we are. Who else has done that? Who else has done those two things we've mentioned? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Or been on loan at Sunderland. Yeah, exactly. Right? I'm impressed. So I think when you look at the team on paper, there's a couple of good players in there. There's some talent in there, but Manchester United's team should not be worried about Brighton. But they are greater than some of their parts. You, what, what, and what, they're they're very well drilled. Yeah, in multiple fucking formations. What's your score prediction no, though? Oh, I am. I'm with you. I'm, I don't know who you are, but I'm worried. Honestly, I think this stinks of a one army. No, I think 2 0 United. I, I do. It. I do think we get it. I, I, I don't think it's a clean sheet. I can see it being another one of them. Like last season. 
Right, we get a, a goal. We got shagged 4 0 from last no, season. I mean, at Old Trafford. <laughs> How many 1 0s did we have at Old Trafford? Come on. You've, you've won every single game at Old Trafford against them in the Premier League. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. You know, five, <laughs> so five games. I mean, <laughs> blimey. But, you know, it gives you a I hope I'm wrong, obviously. I've never seen a defeat. It wouldn't surprise me. Correct. You go to every team in the Premier League and it'll be like, blimey, it's gone back 20 years. And now you're looking at five games. I mean, Burnside is back. So, Steve, are you absolutely. Are you seeing the absolute bits that Dylan Levitt is doing for Dundee United? BAs at Alkmaar last night. A club being run correctly does not let that boy leave. Um, I did very, very briefly chat to Dylan about his stay in Dundee. So I'm going to go up and see him. Oh, yeah. um, Were you surprised at the, the, the fee? Was it 300 grand? Yeah, mega surprise. I mean, full international. Yeah, like was it? you had the Scousers letting Nico Williams go, getting 16 million for him. I know he played a bit more for him. But then 300 grand for a player that... A hundred passes on his debut. Potentially. I like that knowledge. I think it was 106 out of 130. But it's a great part of the world as well. I'm going up there tomorrow to St Andrews, which is just down, around the corner from... Yeah, from I am going to go watch a game of yeah. Sunday because he scored a fucking rocket it's, last weekend. It's yeah. a good place as well. Had a good season said, last you season. fucking love it up there, you, don't you? <laughs> um, Dale Gibson has been a member of the first team for 20 mon months. So it's brilliant to get James Cooper's views again. What's his next career move? Too good a journal to not be on our screens. Disgusting treatment by Sky. Um, what's what wow, you want to I can't answer that, but what a kind thing to say. Um, I'm embarrassed well, I mean, now. I, I just think bits and pieces. I'm, I want to work with interesting, exciting people, which is why I'm sat here now. I want to have fun, uh, and I, I want to do things like events. I, I, I love being out there in an audience. The thing that people forget with TV, although there's a big crowd of people over there, and, and, and they are, they're still awake. Are you awake? Are we keeping you? Oh, you know, no, when you, oh they're, they're all right. When yeah, you're outside Old Trafford about. and you're reporting or outside Carrington, you've got a cameraman <clears> who's <throat> facing you. You don't never see your audience. The cameraman's either on his phone or bored or thinking, please shut up, James, because I want to go home. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's nice to have an audience. So, so events are fantastic because you find out very quickly whether you're good or if you're bad when you get that first laugh or you don't get that first laugh. So that, that's what I want to do. I want to have fun. James going to stand up comedy unit here first. Geo uh, Geo <laughs> says, real word with BT for James. Too many pool on BT. There you go. You can have a word. That's with a you. fucking excellent point. <laughs> well, have a word with you, mate. Um, Cosmic. That might be changing now. Well, what's all that? What's this? You don't touch that. You get in trouble. Oh, that's true. Um, Cosmic, <laughs> you can tell me afterwards. Um, well, you can tell us afterwards. Bit of a <laughs> scoop there. Uh, Cosmic has been a member of the Academy for 90 months. Thanks for your support. So it's got my founder member, Sir966. Yesterday, up the paddock. Um, also... I had another one my, there. My timeline's just been flooded with people and, and their certificates and stuff. Oh, yeah. Peter Kelly <coughs> says, James, what are your top five moments while covering United? Oh, blimey. There you go. There's a question. Well, you, you, you had the Sir Alex Ferguson dressing down. That would be number one. That would be clearly number one. But I think, you Someone know... Someone want to put us number one. They've got absolute fucking... I, I know, but it's the best story. It's the best story, though. It's <laughs> brilliant. Did you always... If, if there was, like, a difficult subject or something that was difficult that you had to ask Fergie, did you just have to ask him? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right, if there was like, oh, Sky is saying, I mean, I mean, like, I think, there's a story you know, here and blimey, I don't you, know. we need you to get him on it. Was it like, what, what would just got him. What, what really frustrates me about some of the press conversations you see now is that, you know, you've got a responsibility in the room. There's maybe 15, 20 people in the room and, and you are the voice of the fans. You're, you should be asking the questions the fans really want to ask. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't mean that you should be asking about Ronaldo every week or, uh, or but you should have a responsibility that you've got to get to the bottom of the issues. So, but I also think that there are ways and means of asking a, quite a difficult question. You don't have to be rude, yeah. you know. And I, and I think sometimes what really irritates me is it's it's not a brave thing to, to go and ask a rude question. My mum can go and shout at the prime minister, "Are, are you going to resign?" Yeah. You know, sometimes you actually have a have a relationship with these people. So you know, I, I think there's a skill to it, and, and and it does my head in when are you come um, away from a press conference and are going to be filing for unemployment soon. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's no skill in that whatsoever, is there? You know. <laughs> 
Are you going to drop Ronaldo, Eric? <laughs> He's not going to. I I hate. I I volunteered my services to United to be a journalist heckler, right? Well, that would be a great job, wouldn't it? But wouldn't it be an absolute fucking addition to the press conferences? Can you tell us who you say? He's not going to answer that, you dickhead. Yeah, that was well, like, what, what did they say? The club when you offered your services, um, they laughed and said, "Wouldn't that be brilliant?" And then ignored me. All oh, right, okay. But, right, I, right. but I've got to say also that I, I missed I missed the boys. Being in that room with them is fun. That, that uh, you know, you, you have them on here. You had Jamie on the other day. Yeah, he's good uh, stuff. Uh, they, they're a, uh, a great, Cuba, great bunch Jackson. of people. You know, and uh, and and sometimes the questions don't get asked. Then generally, that's because you're putting the relationship ahead of the story. And I, and, I, and and again, that's really important because if you're not in the room, if you get banned. You know, just because someone wants you to ask a question, yeah, it's a great mail to have. But if you're not in the room, you're not asking the questions, yeah, yeah, yeah. so your power just ceases. So, um, in terms of a top five, difficult. I think you know, B Barcelona and that whole treble thing was was just amazing thing to be part oh, of. What? Oh, what? Do you remember that back in the day? <laughs> I think it was black and white TV. Swimsuit check. Sunscreen check. Phone charger check. Don't forget to pack the five-hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. I love the way you worded that. That whole treble thing, you know. What's this <laughs> that, that whole treble thing. Barcelona, Barcelona, 91. But just to be there. That's what he means, Rotterdam. You know, to, to be at Villa Park for the, for the semi-final uh, and, and to be told by Peter Schmeichel at the end, getting, get effing on with your, your questions. <laughs> and I sort of looked at him, you know, the game had gone on about, about five hours at that stage because of the extra time. And I said, look, you know, I'm stood here 10 stone. Not You're really, about 16 stone. Not You're really angry. so polite and uh, thinking. I'm not going to do anything to upset you. Here. Yeah. Yeah, well, there's nothing wrong with upsetting Peter's Michael James. Um, <laughs> great, great player. Jay's yeah, favourite yeah, guy. City we actually had an, an opportunity to interview him and I was going to accept it and then send Jay and not tell him it was Peter Schmeichel. Oh, wouldn't that be brilliant? Yeah, I was, I was laughing to myself because only I knew about it for yeah, but, I mean, what, fucking I mean, weeks. What a keeper, though. <laughs> yeah, he was a very good goalkeeper. He's, he's, he's one of my top 10 United I can goalkeepers. see that, I can see that, yeah. You want to get uh, back on he's to Danny between. Beck, yeah, he's somewhere between uh, Les Seeley and uh, Chris Turner in the list. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Got a treble winner at Manchester United, and you're talking about Chris Turner with him. Uh, captain on the night, actually. Listen, yeah, yeah. Him and Van der Gaal did a great job that season. Oh, you must that. love seeing that yeah. cartwheel in Barcelona. Can't play that again and that again. That cartwheel, again. yeah. I love the Peter Schmeichel cartwheels. It's the other one in front of you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I can understand that. Don't worry. But I, just thought I, I was hoping he'd say that rather than you. That's what I was trying to push towards. I was just trying to be diplomatic, man. Uh, Robert Wilhelm says, Why does everyone put so much value in what a player sells for? Comparing players based on price. He's apples to oranges and does my him. Um, Anyway, yeah. Right, I mean, and no one seems to know what to make of that question. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, yeah, or no. Yeah, I think sometimes you expect to get some value for some of these players that we've paid a lot of money for. Um, you mentioned the treble, you mentioned Villa Park, the game against Arsenal. Um, anything I, I think um, I think Rooney's debut in, in Europe when he's got oh, the hat trick. Oh, my God. I think that, w that was something else. Yeah. Um, the Skulls goal against Barcelona at Old Trafford. It's yeah. my favourite one. Um, I travelled for four days for that. Go. He travelled across the world to <laughs> four get days. to that one. Yeah. Wow. I left Iraq on Saturday. Because yeah. that's a book in that, isn't it? It's like a title, isn't it? Yeah, I left Iraq on Saturday. I reckon like that, that might be the longest journey to Old Trafford that anyone took, at least that season, at least anyway. And, and I think perhaps the second half of the Manchester Derby where Pogba showed up for 45 minutes. <laughs> ah, 
Yes. Um, you know, again, I'm not a United fan, but you know, everyone expected City to win that. They, they were, you know, and, and United that day. City expected them incredible. to win it. All the fireworks he had all ready to go and everything, didn't they? No comment. <laughs> no, no, no comment on any of that. But yeah, uh, yeah. that was, a, you know, that was a special occasion. Uh, and you know, for once, you glimpsed a player that I think is really world class, but you never saw him for Manchester United. And that, Chris Smalling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Herrera. And the Herrera's chest won it. Hey. But what what a forty five minutes of football though? That was crazy. I had a lot of people. He had his blue hair as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I had a few lads. I think I watched it right there because we used to have a sofa there. I think I watched it. We used to have a telly here and a sofa right there in that corner. I think I sat right there. So that's about five. Not a bad five, is it? Not a bad five. <laughs> you know, even a couple of ones post Fergie there. It just shows where we're at though. That one of them was we postponed City winning the league for a week. Yes, we did. <laughs> and I tell you what, if it wasn't five, which I think, is true. I, th I think winning the Europa League in Stockholm. Yeah. Uh, after the Manchester bomb, the I know. watched it in Tiger no, Tiger. I, I say that, which I, was I, next I, to the cord. Very emotional, um, which was such a bizarre. Is that what you watched? I didn't know that. Yeah, I watched How it. How weird? Yeah, because it was one of the only viewings in the city centre of because it, it would have been just sort of pretty much closed because yeah. of the bomb. Yeah, so yeah. it was. It was literally, you know, where the entrance to Tiger Tiger is up the side of the print works. The, the cordon was literally at the door of there, so it was. It was a, a fucking weird atmosphere, as you would expect. Uh, but there was uh, there was random people, there were City fans that was watching it. I remember speaking to a City fan in the street. We we're all fucking dancing in the street and stuff like that. And some City fans just come up and gone, I'm a City fan, but I'm fucking dead happy tonight. And you just no, I got a few messages off City fans and I was saying, listen, don't say this very often, but good luck. You know, I was going out. I, there. I can just remember being yeah. on the phone in that morning and, and my son telling me about it. I cried my eyes out because yeah. some of the people his age had been there. I mean, they were, they were all right and everything, but I never felt more homesick, kind of for Manchester. Yeah. Or, or more lonely and, and away from the place than that, when that happened. Because, it was a weird you know, vibe in the city. Of course, you would expect there to be a weird vibe, but I just remember being a, a proper fucking emotion in the air sort of about you it. You know, and it, and it was just wonderful lifting that trophy. I know it's only Europa League, but but it meant so much more because yeah. it, 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 it was lifted. the last one we won. I don't know. Little <laughs> did we know <laughs> that, that would be the highlight. And, and, of, and I was delighted you know, lifting that trophy. Also, being an Ipswich fan, years. being an Ipswich fan, because Ipswich Town FC is on that trophy from 1981 when it was UEFA Cup. See, only the best teams win that trophy. Never mind your Champions League and your Premier League. Bobby Robson. We um that season we lost the City in the FA Cup semi-final. Bobby Robson does not get the fucking credit he deserves. No, he does not. In terms of the stuff that he did as a manager. Amazing, just amazing. Someone clapping there. Ethan, our resident Jordy. Yeah, you got a statue of him, man. Yeah. Yeah, he won't fuck all. Yeah, how many trophies did he win there? Hey, bit weird. That's that, how load of fucking uh, barrier is yeah, for you, you lot. You can have a statue, though, because even though you've won now, you'd still have a best It was a dead nice bloke, so we yeah, gave him a statue. Hey. But what? places like Ipswich, he actually won stuff. Yeah, he was incre club. absolutely incredible. And I remember being a naive nine-year-old getting the bus from the village to go and watch them train, and there'd be no one else there, and thinking, here's my heroes, and they were effing and Jeff, and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I'd never thought anything of it. I thought, blimey, they're, they're going to speak normally like my mum and dad do. And then all these heroes, Paul Mariner, Alan Brazil, the air is blue. Alan and I'm Brazil. Alan <laughs> Brazil. <laughs> hey, one heroes. of the best United players ever. <laughs> oh, boy. Alan Brazil was no, sober. No, I, I, that I couldn't comment on, but he did yeah, run a, pub, a very successful pub for a time. Was it successful because he drank in it? He was, he was a very, very good host. <laughs> I fucking bet he was. I'm going to name another. I'm going to name <laughs> another Ipswich player that's day. not going to get me in trouble. Uh, Tyson and Muren and Eric Gates. Muren, Terry great Butcher, player. great player. Uh, I, I, yeah, Arnold Muren was an Ipswich yeah. player, and he wasn't a Manchester right, United well, player. I'm sorry, sorry I, I can't have that. You know, he was when he did play for United. I think uh, he got a lot of uh, praise, didn't he? A lot of fans love him. Bobby Robson fucked up by following Cruyff at Barcelona because that was just, and like it's like following Fergie. Here. Yeah, sure, but you're going to take the job, though, aren't you? If someone says, I mean, he still right. won. He won the cup in his cup. Yeah, he won the cup, the most important. Uh, I think he won the Copa del Rey as well. And he's yeah, like, yeah, not good enough. Fuck off. 
Yeah, Ronaldo there, didn't he, for one season? Uh, yep. Yes, Ronaldo left. Yeah, 30, when, when 30 goals in Bobby Robson left. And, 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 and the doco about him is fantastic. Have you seen that? Yeah, it's just Was brilliant. the one where he won 8 1 and got death threats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for not playing the Barcelona way. The one thing I've like, annoyed though. Basically saying Bobby Robson, fuck off, old mate. The, the, the way he entwines into all of like world football history by going through Barcelona, by doing what he did at Switch and Newcastle and with England, and the fact that. He made Jose Mourinho his I was translator. About to say, exactly. Like the, no, no, Bill Robson. No, no, Jose Mourinho. And he said he liked him because he conveyed not just the message but the emotion. So Bobby Robson was, I think it's not unfair to say he was largely a blood and thunder Kevin Keegan style manager of just fucking passion and get into it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and when he was giving Jose Mourinho the instructions, Jose Mourinho would deliver it with. Blood and thunder and passion, and, and also, and then add his own little tactics into it. As well. And also, probably, probably, <laughs> what else was getting the names right? Bobby Robson was always getting names. But, yeah, but Keith and Steve yeah, and, and this yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when, we, when you're talking about moments, and the, and the gentleman who asked the question, another great moment was going to Porto for that first time with Manchester United. We arrived late at the press conference, and they have like a, an amphitheatre, much like at, at United. And there was this incredible kind of dictator in Jose, and I'd never seen anything like it. You know, we asked a question and he answered it. And I said to him before he left Manchester United, I said, did you realise that we were there? I said, you know, with the greatest respect, I've never seen anything like you. Because at what that way, stage, sorry, what, why, he, was like a, he was like a force of nature. Yeah. You know, um, it, it, that, we was didn't a, get that, that was... We didn't get that manager. No, you didn't. But, uh, you know, and the really interesting question is why you didn't and why, why he even took the job. Because I think what they wanted was an antidote to Pep. And that's, you know, that's, that's the reason he got the job, I think. They thought, yeah. you know, these two are like Batman and Superman. You know, well, I think that time at Madrid changed him somehow because he was still him for Chelsea obviously that yeah. original Chelsea team was sensational that Inter Milan team was sensational Real Madrid he was successful but it wasn't I don't believe Jose Mourinho being successful and then when he came back to Chelsea obviously went tits up we got a very bitter old man a little bit but I, I also thought and if I had a chance to say you know if you ever had the humility to say what am I doing wrong here you're not getting Manchester mate you're not understanding what this city is about. You don't mm. care that the Manchester derby is a huge game, that it means something for United to beat City and vice versa. You don't go and live in a, in a hotel. You, 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 yeah, live in Cheshire by, by all means. But understand the city, understand the passion for football. And don't think you're bigger than United. I think, you know, that, that's what I said to a lot of people. You know, there's an argument that says Sir Alex Ferguson is bigger than, than United by what he achieved. If you asked him, you said to Sir Alex, are you bigger than Manchester United? He said, of course not. You know, go away. Jose on day one thought he was bigger than Manchester United, and that, that's the problem. No one is bigger than that football club mm. unless, you know, the fans decree it. You don't arrive and say you're bigger, and I think all of those things contributed to just being another mess. And yeah, he did win that UEFA Cup. It was a shame though with Jose because I remember at first he, he could be that jovial in those press conferences. Yeah, he could and, be and, like and, and again, proper warm. box office. Yeah, you know. like I was at some point <clears> where he was having a laugh, and he was, you know, you used to have a good laugh with him, and he was, it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, and then when it went sour, it was like he fucking hated everything. <laughs> about Can you imagine working with him? Yeah, was it was that. weird because you know it, it, when it did start to go wrong, it wasn't just it didn't feel like with Jose like it was just the players had fallen out with all the owners or the press. It felt like everyone. But I, but like I, but I still those. think there are remnants within that now. I think I, I think Carrington can be a really lonely place if if things aren't going well for you as either a player or a coach or anything like that. I don't think there are many people who come around and say, "Hang on a moment, we're going to fix this." You know, you, you see that on the pitch. And I hope we won't see it this season. I hope there is some, some camaraderie and people pulling together. But I think it's quite a lonely place. If, if, if you well, Fergie said it at one point, didn't he, that people would often think he was dead busy. 
and he would just sort of be bored and hope someone would come in for another brew and that. <laughs> yeah, Imagine. I, I didn't after after what happened. Did you know, not go, oh, come I, I, I didn't on, let's have a cup of tea, don't worry about it. Bring a do you Starbucks know you get the invite to come and sit in his office now? No, no, no. Do you was know your, was the next time you did the presser, was your That's idea? a really good question. No, I, that didn't really happen. It, di- it certainly did happen at the cliff. Yeah. I, I was in his office a couple of times there because simply it was a different idea. You know, you were, James, you, want to know what's in his office. Go to the cliff, close my eyes. Talk me through what's what was it? It was a, it was just a, it was just a big it desk. It was the corner was one, one that had the yeah, two windows. Yeah, that's right, absolutely there. So it was it was a, it was a desk, and then there was also a, he had a, a bathroom, um, and um, obviously and that, it was it wasn't anything kind of palatial, but but you know another thing I would have done at Manchester United if I'd had my choice was you know then they make a lot of money out of the tours and the museum, put the cliff back to how it was on the final day that the Manchester United were there and make that part. Oh of my them. God, yeah, you, you could print money. You go there and stand on the pitch and you can sense, you know, the ghosts of all those great people who well, played for your football club. The under-17s play there and once or twice a season you'll get the under-18s play there and when the club aren't being dicks they'll allow you to go and watch the games that are at the cliff and there's a, a little stand in there at the back Yeah, that you can which, watch which has there. been there you know, <clears throat> since the babes. You know, yeah, absolutely. You see the footage, the black and white footage, yeah. it's there. You know. uh, and I love watching... The, the youngsters there, you can feel, you know, you know this wall is the wall Canton I used to hit Correct. a ball against. Yeah, you, can yeah. see, you can see little Wembley <clears throat> up there, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and all those sort of things there. We used to watch, you know, the bleep tests, um, you know, back at the tail end of the 90s before they left for, for, for Carrington. What, and, you know, it, it's a magical place. What you I used to love about the cliff, letters back the cliff on the fucker. is you could go, we used to go as kids, and we'd go and stand on the pitch. On the, on the grass. Yeah, the where they were right. training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they'd be like 10 metres away training, and you'd just be watching them train, and then you go in the car park afterwards, Wait by the cars. They come out. Yeah, you're standing in between the cars. Yeah. But, but as, a, as, a, as a journalist, you could then see the players face to face and sort things out, or try and get an interview, or the, all those sort of things. And now, you know, it's it's very different because Carrington is a situation where you know, kind of front office and everything happens, and you and you it's control where well, you it's, are. It's the private road with the security at the end of it, then the security in the centre of it yeah. before you even get into the main buildings. Very isolated. I was I good guys like though. I've got to say, the security guys are good. Sure, yeah, sure no, no, no. But, but I, I should say thank you to all the years of, of, of cups of tea and just <laughs> just people smiling and saying hello and welcome. Because when you're cold and you're knackered yeah, and you're, yeah. you're you're trying to tell people news that isn't there, sometimes just someone saying hello is nah, from right, an atmosphere right. of and welcoming sort of nature as a fan. Like, you know, the closest fans can get occasionally. I know. I, I understand that completely. Like, me and Jay had a similar sort of experiences in childhood. Fuck school off. Go, and go, go and watch United. Like, yeah. in the 90s. Like, what a fucking chance. I remember that verge just being yeah. full of people at half term. And, and they great. actually had staff to kind of corral the children. And it was just a, a really, really nice kind of yeah. community feeling to and it. And now you see it where you've got fans who've come from all over, stood at Carrington, and the players... I think they've been told I might be wrong, but they've been told not to stop. A lot of them. Yeah, like, and they're not even stopping the cars now. I don't no. really selfie. like the selfie culture and the, the signature culture. Sometimes it's just a case of like, um, I think I, I ended up taking probably like a, a disposable camera. I think when I went. That's what I had when yeah. I went to the cliff. Yeah, just a disposable camera to, to take. Obviously, your own eye view photos, not selfies. Um, but it wasn't even necessarily. I mean, I, I shook Fergie's hand because I was standing on the pitch as he came walking past. It's amazing though, isn't it? It is, yeah, <laughs> and you just think, what, like, I'd love that for my own son. I'd love that for, yeah, you know, yeah. for all the kids that are, are going watching now to just have that treat. I mean, I know Bayern Munich do it sometimes, and I know Barcelona do it sometimes, but I would love Manchester United to just go, do you know what, it's the first day of the summer holidays, uh, or the last day of the summer holidays, whatever it is, you know, it's uh, a week out from pre-season, come and watch the, the game. But I think they, they used to do that even at Old Trafford, didn't they? Open, open, yeah. Even that would be fine. Or even do it, the, do it at the cliff. Let's have a bit of a throwback. Yeah, do it at the cliff. Amazing. Let everyone stand in the car park. Right. 
and then just that's it. I tell you what, one of my lowest moments at the cliff was was walking down, and I don't even remember the, how the glass was. The, the first team would would have their dinner upstairs, yeah, and there'd be a big window, and there'd be a little window that you know one of those little windows would just sort of. Uh, and David May got me with a cup of water from up there. <laughs> Incredible throw. I, mean, I didn't even see it. And before you know, you know, there you are thinking you're somebody and you're nobody. And it's just like, wow, he's not much better. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Another one of your European champions in all the photos. Is yeah. it? Is no, it no, no, apparently. You should have tried, 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 tried getting in the photo. Yeah. Um, Miles says... Uh, that this that would honestly be a great segment if we were able to be fair use just to have Steve editing into the presses each week being <laughs> well Steve yeah you heckling that could be I th- I th- honestly I think that's genius I really do you know the questions he's not going to answer and I know the questions he's not going to answer who are you signing shut the fuck up but but I think there's, there's another way of going about that as well if you, if you don't get the role which I think you're, you're probably unlikely to get the role yeah. it, I, it, I, I would agree <laughs> unlikely is the uh, it, it's, you're it's, probably it's, unlikely to get the role yeah it's definitely a will phone chance of that you, you, ever happening you, all right, you could change it all around and get, and, and get the journalist then to preface their, their questions by saying, look, look, I know you're not going to answer this. I know you're going to think I'm stupid, but... Oh, get me one turn of those. It a little bit. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Uh, or a bell when it's Just great. ask him who's fucking injured. Thank you. Because Fergie used to do that thing, <laughs> didn't he? When he, he used to come out and just start talking, he'd just sort of tell you... Yeah. Which is, yeah, was yeah that it feels like a waste novel. of a question now that like they almost tee up. So yeah. who's injured we, then? No, but I, 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 we used to like that. He's got to get him into his running, yeah. uh, and and I think from his point of view, he took charge of the situation from therein. Yeah, you know. So you, I think it enabled him to think about what he was doing. Yeah, uh, and just get get going. But I think, as I say, just dominate your surroundings from the word go. You're not you're not waiting. For, you're not being deferential. You're not waiting for someone to ask you a question. Yeah, just you're, you're saying this is what yeah. I want to do. And, and and occasionally, you know, you're right. It was kind of the injury analysis. But occasionally, he'd just go on a rant. <laughs> he'd take exactly what he did. That's when it's boxed. And that's when yeah. it's brilliant, when he had a message to, to, to kind of put out there. And that, that's, you know, that's, what, that's excellent. I love that. I love the, the, some of the rants we've seen when he's kicking off with like everyone. And, and, yeah. and you're just hoping. You've I'm got not, a responsibility. That's yeah, the that's it. Tell the truth. Like, Your job is to tell the truth. I re- <laughs> you can't do that. Go get a different job. But I, you know, I said all those nice things about my lovely journalist friends, but I remember being in Cluj. And I, I, again, I asked him a question, I think, about the Ryder Cup. And, he, and I knew for a fact that he'd been watching the Ryder Cup. Yeah. And I, so I knew I was safe in all this because someone had said he was, he was really into it and, and it was when Europe had won and, and I asked him something about the Ryder Cup. He'd also ha- been involved in like the team talks for Europe. Yeah, no, so, so all of that. Considered. Is that that same thing around that same time? Uh, yeah. yeah, so he's yeah. massively into his golf. Yeah, yeah. So I asked this question and, uh, and he just, again, completely, completely <laughs> custom-pied me. And, 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 and you know, you, you run that risk and, and maybe it wasn't the best question in the world and maybe someone at my previous employers had asked me to ask the question rather than the football question. So you, yeah. you, know, you know the risk you're taking. But having paid tribute to all my friends, all you're doing, you sit there and it's, it's like the spotlight's on you. And they've all gone away. Yeah, yeah. You know, you look at Simon Stone next Dry year throat. and Simon Peach, my, yeah. my two friends, the two Simons. They're all doodling. <laughs> I don't blame them, to be not, fair. Not looking up. Uh, where are my friends? You. Where are my friends standing well, up for me? Shaking just, the red sutting. Just, just a honest. massive gulp. Yeah. Can't believe he's asked that one. You, you uh, know he's babe. a dick. You yeah. know he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Alex. Come anyway. on, James. How are you? Anyway, yeah, let's have a real question now. God, uh, honestly. <laughs> no, it was. Um, it, it's. Um, I went to a few of those press and it did seem quite scary. And I remember because I was on the local radio and he said to me, "Don't worry, you don't have to ask a question." I was relieved. I was just like, just sit at the back, just get. I know, but, still, but still, you do want to. I know it's Fergie. You want to do it, don't you? You, know you don't want to. Even I'm, if you upset him, you, yeah. at least you know he cares about you. <laughs> That's one way of looking at. It. I'd have probably burst into tears if he'd have shouted at me. To be honest with you, um, loads of comments, loads of. Um, <laughs> I've been Verma says Jay was like 
Oh, you shook Fergie's hand. Cute. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have interviewed him. Um, uh, <laughs> if James could ask, this is a good question from Chris Busnall. Uh, if James could ask Ten Hag any question in the press conference today, what would it be? Wow, that's a really good question. I, I think a simply thing, uh, sim- do you think things are going to change for the better? I don't think anyone would have asked him today. I don't think they did. And it's a, it's a really hard question to ask because it's a bit kind of woolly. But I think, you know, you could dress it up by saying... He's also going to just say yes. Or he's ha- not, he's, well, you he's make it, no, you make it a how, what, why question. <clears throat> you, you're yeah. right. But, but you know, you, you preface it by saying, you know, after, after, after nine years of so much underachievement, after all these managers, people who've achieved proper things in the game, from Van Gaal to, to Jose Mourinho, um, even Oli, if you, if you think about his heritage at Manchester United, how confident are you that this marks a change and things are going to go in the right direction. I think and that's what Manchester United fans want to know. I think I'd ask him, what's the number one challenge that he faces right now going into the start of the season? Yeah, but that's quite a, kind of more specific. I think that's right. But I, I, I want to know that he's confident that he's going to set this club in a different direction and you're going to be starting looking up rather than worrying about Brighton. I think he might call you a dick. <laughs> I think he's that close to... St- I think with the British press as well, the way some of the questions get asked, I think he's going to... I think According, he's going to be box office uh, at some point. No, but, but I, think, I think you're absolutely right. But why not? According to the comments, your mate Simon Peach got to talk to Task a bit in the press conference today. Oh, brilliant. So, <laughs> I've got to say... Oh, we're fucking right, aren't we? I've got to say, he's, he, is, he is brilliant and, um, and, and, and just being a fantastic friend. And, um, uh, you know, he really is underrated as a journalist. Uh, we had him bloke. on the, um, the Tier 1 Transfer podcast. Saw him over in, um, on tour as well. He's a good guy, Sam Pete. There, 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 there is no ego to the guy, which is, <laughs> and he should have because he's very, very good. Yeah, he's a, is he a Southampton fan? He's a Southampton fan, yeah, but, but he's a proper Southampton fan. He's yeah. going to watch him play Spurs this weekend, and uh, he's got a fantastic trip to, to America next week as well. He's going to Minneapolis uh, with the MLS. It's not a bad old gig, that is and it? And then I said, because Prince is my hero, I said, you've got to go to Paisley Park, because I'm, I, and he goes, what's that? <laughs> and I just... <laughs> Wasted. Wasted on him. <laughs> um, so what's next, James? What's the next step for you? What are you up to this? Cool, that's really... Um, we're going to Edinburgh <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. Right, uh, okay. See my boys in the Edinburgh Festival, my sons who are part of that. But, but I think just looking at opportunities and, 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 and wanting to have fun, as I said, you know... Um, mm, only fans. Is, is <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's always a great chance here. We love to have you back on the channel whenever you're free and whenever you're up for it. You know, there's an open invitation there to come and chat to us. Um, can I, can I also just say thank you? I don't know who the guy's name was. There was a giant Manchester United fan when it all kind of kicked off when the Liverpool game happened. You know, I, I know all the politics about that, you know, and all the stuff and anti-glazer stuff. And we were reporting. And I think sometimes people forget you've got to try and be balanced on these things. Mm. You might have an opinion, but you're not going to give that opinion out. And, and I know of all the years I've covered Manchester United, there when are you frustrations. You said the Liverpool game happened. When you mean the Liverpool game didn't happen? No, no, when it, when it actually took place. Oh, right, okay. Because that, you know, there, there were still protests then, if you remember. And we got, as a, as a film crew, we got cornered by a lot of very angry Manchester United fans. Uh, and a guy bravely came across and said, James Cooper's one of us, leave him alone. <laughs> and I don't know who that was. All right, okay. Um, but, but I, you know, I was going to use this. But the cameraman got stoned in anyway. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> cam- you left him, didn't you? Oh, I, he, yeah. he picked me up, put me on his back, and I ran and left the rest of them anyway, absolutely. I, as long as I was safe, I didn't care. Um, but it was, it was a really nice thing. I'm on TV, don't hit me. Uh, exactly, you know, watch my nails, watch my makeup. <laughs> um, what are you up to this weekend? Oh, Shouting at people. Yeah, putting right fucking Wednesday have you got, night. Have you got a home game or an away it's game? It's away. We've, we're away until the 30th of August. Good grief. Six consecutive away games. Um, we haven't got the safety ticket for the stadium, so we've just been giving away games. For so will it, be, will it be ready by the end of the... Fucking better be. 
Um, so we're playing Haydock, who beat the team that we drew to 6-2 last weekend. So not an easy game. Um, if we have another 30 shots, I think we'll be... Are you making changes? Yeah, I've got 11 unavailable players. That's a lot. There's a lot. It's not an injury crisis, though, is it? Or is no, it it's, it's, um, it's a fucking availability crisis. This is the problem of football at our level. They're not paid. It ain't their job. And when their job does want them, Cameron, um, <laughs> Cam works for United now, which is a nose, because obviously that's a lot of Saturdays. Um, so, and I've got, out of the 11 unavailable, six of them are central midfielders. So it's a bit of a problem. Wow. So we're playing a centre-half and a winger. Hey. Is that the first they've heard of it? No. <laughs> they know. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hope they're fucking good enough to get it done. Hopefully, I'm sure they will be. Jay, what are anyway, you up to this weekend? This weekend, I'll be shouting at Manchester United Football Club um, as we get a mouth-watering one-all draw with Brighton, probably. Yeah, so I'll be at the game. Um, I think you'll start with a win, but I don't do it will be a, a, a squeaky win. Listen, I, think, I mean, I'm, I think it'll be squeaky, but I think I don't mean to be which will look more comfortable than it actually was. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That, that I'll take, to be honest with you, I'll take any win, and I just want this whole Ronaldo saga to just move on. I think if Ronaldo plays and there isn't any dramas, he just you know maybe he has forty-five <laughs> minutes. I know that's yeah. It's there laughable. isn't any drama. I know, I know that is ridiculous. Um, but if you know he has forty-five minutes and, and you know him and Ten look like they're getting on, and we can just sort of move forward. It, it would be nice to enjoy the gear. Well, I, know, I know that is beyond naive, isn't it? It's probably yeah, going to be... He's still the greatest footballer on the planet. Yeah. And he's yeah. playing for your football club. Danny Welbeck's coming back. <laughs> Tell you what, if Welbeck scores, I'm on the pitch. Uh, <laughs> make sure as well you're checking out Paddock Merch. We've got a load of new merch up on the merch site as well. There's a link in the chat. We've got some uh, Martinez stuff, Ten Hag stuff. Like what I'm wearing as well, so go and check that out. It's a, um, it's a, it's a nice t shirt, by the way. I, I, I like it an awful yeah. lot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, so check out paddermerch.com. There's a link in the chat. Make sure you are f you're not on socials, you are you? No, I, I'm in I'm LinkedIn. That's all I've done since April. I, LinkedIn, I, oh, yeah, it does matter. I know, I know, but I didn't want to do any social media because I, I don't think anyone really wants to know what I do or what I eat. You're in the news, you should be on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, How can people give you stick if they can't get all your well, exactly social that. media? I think that's probably what it is. People what are I worry about becoming obsessed with it, and I, yeah. I don't want to become obsessed with it. But yeah, I think you, I think, <laughs> I think inevitably Thankfully, me and Steve never get obsessed not with social once. media. We never argue yeah, with anyone on social we media. Um, we're you nothing but the sort of guys who take an argument, actually. No, no we agree with everyone. It's very placated. I do hope that that Argentinian, by the way, is properly a rough and tough Argentinian, unlike the last one. We just haven't had any South Americans. He was the last one. Have we? And I'm so Rojo, he, he, arri oh. he arrived. He was meant to be the you know the absolute butcher, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, he um, wasn't he, want, want he on trial or something when he arrived? Yeah. Was it a pending trial for beating Sorry. up his neighbour? Yeah. And he danced away from most tackles, and he got yeah. a bit nasty towards the end when he realised he had had to play up to the pub. Couldn't cook a piece of toast either, could he? See that picture of him with his toast on Instagram? Shocking, James. Honestly, players shouldn't point. be expected to do that on their own, though. They've that's got that's to do good that point. His agent should have been around doing that for him. Um, no, I've not seen a lot of Martinez, but from what I've seen, it looks good. What do you reckon? Yeah, very hopeful. Like desperate, obviously, with the, some of the South American players that we've had, from Falcao to you know, to Rojo, even Hines, just Veron. Veron, oh, I, started I, I know. so well, and then it always ends in tears. And I'm just, yeah, I mean, some you know, even Cavani, like. I'm desperate for a South American cult hero at United, and he could be the first. And it was going to be Cleberson, wasn't it? I'd <laughs> <laughs> love to go like, back in time and think what the expectation like a bad was. Bad dream, doesn't it? Cleberson hey, and Jemba Jemba, and, and you worry about this. Day. Well, he was like, he was the best player for Brazil in this tournament. Get him was he? Really? Not from what I watched. Yeah, but everyone used to go. Remember when you say, "Oh, he hit the bar in the World Cup final." That's right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Not the only Didn't look like a fucking <laughs> <net, did it? laughs> ever. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so hopefully you'll come back on, James, and give us I'd, updates. I'd love to. No, that'd be fantastic. It's been fun. Thank you for inviting me as well. No, not at all. It's always a pleasure chatting to you, and, you know, I suppose it's a pleasure chatting to you as well. Uh, big thanks to Oh, Sam. he says you've been fucked off for two weeks or more, whatever it was. <laughs> How the tables have turned, eh, yeah. Mr. Halson? Yeah. Uh, it's a bit weird. Maybe do it with Joe last week. We spoke <laughs> about football. They don't, they don't do arguments, Discuss, do you? Discuss, mate. Discuss, mate. Not on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I argued with him once on Twitter, right? Last, and he sent all his millions from me. For me, and it lasted all day, and I've not argued with him on Twitter again since then. <laughs> if I argued with him, I argued with him face to face. It was horrible. <laughs> Honestly, I was meant to be going out that night, and I stayed in to carry on the arguing. On Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad it was. Did you take the draw? Yeah. Did he yeah. offer you the draw? Oh, <laughs> well, he left the argument by now. It was all his mates. Oh, the, hench- the henchmen. Yeah, the just henchmen. Came in. He yeah, mobilised yeah, so the, the, the hordes. Yeah, and the next thing you know, my phone's going off, and I'm. Well, no, we're not going out. No. We're staying in. Don't have notifications on your phone. No. Week one, day one shit. We get James on Twitter. That's the first move. Yeah. Notifications off. Off. Don't do it to yourself. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> thanks to James Cooper. Make Thank sure you go you. and check him out. Um, Stratford Paddock FC as well. Go watch the match. 30 bastard shots and celebrating when they scored two all. And should Ronaldo have had a penalty? Yeah. Have a look at the, the highlights and you can make your own mind up. And don't forget as well, check out all the links in the description. Big shout out to Surfshark. Go and check out paddockmerch.com as well. This has been The Brew with James Cooper and Stephen Allison and me, Jay. Thanks for watching. Podcast Network.